Welcome to The Real Deal Report, the next level of independent news. This is uh, Jim Fetzer in Madison with Dean Ryan in Austin and Mike Bear in Seattle with the latest updates on the Real Deal Report. We return to the scene of the crime in Beirut. There's a report appearing about Beirut blast being a low-yield tactical nuke. The Guardian has actually published footage which has been portrayed as supporting that theory. Meanwhile, we have the report of a possible missile strike on Beirut Harbor uh, just before the main explosion. Meanwhile, there are attacks on those who are speculating it may have been a nuke. Uh, conspiracy theorists adamantly insist when it wasn't. The footage is staggering, but the explosion can't be a nuke because it's too small. Not a nuke, not even a small one, said Jeffrey Lewis, director of the East Asia Nonproliferation Project at the Middlebury Institute of International Studies. When an oil refinery exploded in Texas in 2008, it produced a mushroom cloud. So did a fertilizer plant explosion in West Texas, an explosion of Philadelphia, a huge mushroom cloud. They're claiming, therefore, that mushroom cloud is non-indicative. You can tell from the color of the explosion, deep red orange, it's not hot enough to be nuclear, which always starts white, yellow, even small nukes. Meanwhile, Iran sending humanitarian aid to Lebanon. I want to emphasize that Iran is a peace-loving nation, has not launched an attack of aggression on any other nation since 1775. So I don't believe there's any good reason to think that Iran had anything to do with this. Dean, your thoughts. Jim, I saw a video and it's coming out more and more that this explosion, yes, it may not be a nuclear bomb, but it's more and more looking like an EMP energy weapon. You know, there were some examples that were given in this video that I, I wish we could extract from uh, the, the Twitter link that it was sent to me, but <clears throat> basically, the same lock and step of, a, of, of an explosion, mushroom cloud that just went like that. EMP weapon is definitely what I'm thinking this is. And look, you know, it could be Iran, but again, these uh, deep state people, they just use the cover of all these different countries to infiltrate and then run their little black ops sites in. And there could be a faction in the Iran government or, or Israel or who, whatever government our own government, CIA, that is using these places around the country to do their black ops, to do their deep state uh, bidding and trading. You know, for instance, the CIA, we have secret prisons in Poland, Jim. Is Poland a bad country? No. Do they even know they have secret CIA prisons? No. So we are fighting, just like the movie James Bond Spectre is saying, we're fighting different factions and different secret societies that are using all the covers of countries from around the world to do uh, their, their uh, you know, evil doing, as they say. Mike, your thoughts? 
Again, Jim, there are some new videos. One appears to be, it's, it's either a negative type video or it's an infrared video. And what it allegedly shows is something coming down and hitting right before, um, right before the blast. Now, whether this is a legit video or whether it's some sort of deep fake or CGI, we, we don't know, but it would, it would make sense that it was a weapon. I, I think, again, definitely for the reasons I cited yesterday, it's not a nuke. It's not hot enough. There's no flash, which you always get with a nuclear explosion. There, the shock wave moves far too slowly. So it's some other kind of explosion. But it could have been um, a bomb, you know, a guided missile bomb that was dropped, a laser guided bomb that was dropped right in there where they knew there was munitions like and a bunch on? of a bunch of stuff stored that hot, blew yeah. up. And <laughs> and so clearly, again, I think we, we have some sort of I'm issue sweating, here man. if that video is real. Now, the other thing is too, is that the directed energy weapon idea is also an idea. And I've heard a lot of stuff about that, but I just really, again, we don't have any proof of that other than speculation. So we continue to be left with our speculation. Uh, I have seen other videos that indicate something dropped on the site, and this kind of attack would be far more characteristic of the pattern Israel has displayed in the past, not well, the consistent thing, with Iran's conduct. The thing too, Jim, Jim, the thing too is it is it you know you you could do what was done there with a conventional munition. You yeah, don't, you don't yes, have to yes, have a nuclear yes, weapon yeah, to cause I, that level of destruction, especially if there is a lot of sodium nitrate and, and other explosives stored there, which it appears there was. Yeah, I'm I'm more emphatic that it was not Iran and probably Israel than I am that it was a nuke rather than a more conventional. Given all of the circumstances you've described, Mike, you've made a very good case. Meanwhile. Zogby, Trump winning big with swing voters. What's keeping things close is Trump's domination of swing voters. Good proportion of them live in large cities, age 30 to 49, say their finances are better off than they were four years ago. Among likely voters in the poll designated swing, Trump gets at least 60% in each of the four battleground states of Florida, 68, North Carolina, 63, Ohio, 60, Pennsylvania, 73. Here you see a graph about the Zogby polls, where you see uh, Florida in yellow, North Carolina in blue, Ohio in red, and Pennsylvania in gray. Look how Trump dominates on the left. You got Biden in the middle and other candidates on the right. Meanwhile, Twitter blocks Trump campaign for COVID-19 misinformation, when in fact what Trump is saying is true, or more accurate than anything that the social media is promoting. Trump's personal account, Real Donald Trump, retweeted part of a video, including an interview with Fox, where he said children are virtually immune. This is true. Children are virtually immune. We have reported this many times. Completely disgusting. They can't win fair, so they're going to try to win foul. Dean, your thoughts? Well, it looks like that Twitter's immune from the executive order that says they have to play fair. They're not playing fair. Gee, what a shocker. And Jim, the, the censorship is only going to get worse the closer we get to November because these people have everything uh, to gain at this point because they've, they've lost everything. They've lost the narrative that they got to keep this mythical lockdown from, from they got to keep it going until the election because they're not going to win the election. That's why they're not running. To me, they're not running a, a presidential campaign. They're running a war on the American people. They're running a war on the Western uh, civilization, Australia, England, Scotland, all of us are, are really getting attacked by these people. Now, um, I can also tell you that Facebook, 
they're blocking any mention of, of, of uh, uh, child lives matter, hashtag child lives matter, hashtag save the children. Uh, I got blocked yesterday in a personal message when I was telling someone about naturalnews.com and my personal message said it violated Facebook uh, standard and community. They are censoring like, like censoring is like the cure for, you know, liberalism right now. It is insane. It is insane. It's outrageous, totally un-American, undemocratic. They got to be held to account. Mike, your thoughts? Well, again, nobody's doing anything about it. I mean, the president is the one who needs to do something about it. The administration through either the Department of Justice or through executive order. It's very simple. Let's just take Facebook and Twitter offline for 24 hours. Let's just take them offline. Let's offer no explanation. And 24 hours later, you come back and you said, guess who took you down? I did. I took you down because you're censoring Americans and violating their free speech rights. And if you want to come back up, you have to do the following things and give them a list of five or six items. Just put them out of business. Put the pricks out of business and that will be that. People will move to other, other platforms. Donald Trump could go to Parlay. He could go to uh, Gab. He could go to other... And everything he types in there, everything he puts in, whether it's a Parlay or a Gab or whatever is going to be news because he is the president. So again, he has all the power here and he is exercising none of it. And, and again, I don't know how they expect to win the election if they allow their supporters to be bullied and silenced like this and do nothing about it when they hold all the cards. I don't get it. I love the fact, Mike, that you have solutions to the problems. It would be a great idea if the president were to pursue some of them. Meanwhile, de Blasio announces coronavirus quarantine checkpoints at major entry points into New York City. There are some 10 locations. They're going to have the New York City sheriff deputies say they'll deploy to Penn Station airports, bridges, tunnels, major roadways to quiz travelers about their plans and register with authorities. Talk about creeping fascism. Officials offered scant details about the checkpoints, including where and when they may operate, how widespread. The city sheriff said most would be done on a random basis, stopping maybe one of every six or eight cars, would not target out-of-state drivers because the law also applies to New Yorkers. Meanwhile, de Blasio stressed travelers' civil liberties would be respected. How absurd is that, talking out both sides of your mouth? Meanwhile, Cuomo recognizes a catastrophe that has befallen not just the city, but the state. He, he's now pleading uh, with the wealthy residents who have left the Big Apple over COVID-19 to return. But why in God's name would they return when they're abolishing the police force when it's dangerous to walk down the street? Rich, wealthy people appreciate being protected from those they regard as threats to their existence. They're not coming back now. I think they're not coming back later. Uh, it turns out the wealthiest 1% of the New York state population picks up 50% of the state's tax burden. Well, they're leaving the city, they're leaving the state, and I guarantee you with the Blasio and Cuomo in office, they're not coming back. Dean, your thoughts? You know, if you're in New York State, get your militias together. And this sheriff who's going along with these checkpoints is an unconstitutional sheriff. He needs to resign today. And I'm telling you, uh, militias, we need to arrest these people right now. 
We need to arrest Bellasio. He needs to be held for treason. He needs to be held for, for an, as an enemy combatant. He is not American. He's, we, we've established who he is, Jim. He's a Marxist, Nicaraguan, fascist, communist uh, <clears throat> guerrilla, basically what he is. And speaking of guerrillas, that, that, that Cuomo, that governor, is a guerrilla because he, he has uh, chased everyone out of New York. He's just chasing everyone out. He is such a guerrilla. Jim, I'm surprised he's not throwing barrels at people. This guy is a total idiot, and we need to arrest these people. If the federal is not going to do it, we have to take matters in their own hands because this is what they're doing. The checkpoints, as I said on my late night update days ago, we're going to see a complete rollout. They're going to do it in L.A. next, and then the counties that won't go along, they'll make sure that if you want to leave your county line, you got to go through their checkpoint. And then if they win the narrative, if they win the power, the bully pulpit, they'll treat places like Orange County or Syracuse as the, the, the autonomous zone, just like Seattle, and will go in there like, like a bunch of stormtroopers with Hillary Clinton uh, mask on and outfits and, and uniforms and just start arresting the patriots. We need to arrest these people in New York right now. We need to save New York, take it back, and then we'll go save England next. Nice, nice. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, we have bigger problems than England right now. We have to we have to save ourselves first. And I think Dean's right. The only way to get these people is through sheriffs and militias and that sort of thing and just refuse these orders. I mean, this is blatantly unconstitutional. It violates the civil rights of every American. The police have no right reason or reasonable cause to stop anybody for anything coming into the city of New York. It goes against everything that's American, but unbelievably, there are so many Americans who actually support this because they're so completely brainwashed. And again, we've reached the point where literally there is nothing to do except start arresting these people. The Attorney General of New York State just filed a petition with a federal judge to dissolve the National Rifle Association. They have no power to do that, but some federal judge is gonna rule in her favor, appointed by Obama or Clinton, somebody who's gonna again break the law and nothing ever happens to these people. Again, this is what happens, by the way, Attorney General Barr, when you do nothing and nobody is afraid of you. This is what happens. You should have been arresting people a year ago. A year ago, Comey and Clapper and all the guys you had all the evidence on for leaking should have been arrested. They should be in tr at trial right now. All this stuff would not be happening if these people actually feared the federal government, but they don't because again, Barr does nothing. And I have a feeling Barr's plan is to do nothing through the election. And then when the election is stolen by the Democrats, he will do nothing then. Well, we all certainly hope you're 100% wrong about those projections. Meanwhile, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Real Deal Report. Please visit our website at realdealmedia.com. This is Jim Fetzer in Madison with Dean Ryan in Austin and Mike Barra in Seattle continuing our Real Deal report for 7 August 2020. Bumbling Biden on a cognitive test. Why the hell would I take a test? It should be obvious. 
Biden, no, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you before you got in this program. If you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not, what do you think? Are you a junkie? This is what he said to the reporter. I mean, this is incredible. Meanwhile, the Trump campaign wants a presidential debate in early September. Very appropriate. They want to add a debate in early September, arguing millions of voters may have already cast ballots in early voting by the time the first of the three now scheduled debates occur. Completely appropriate. Dean, your thoughts? Come on, man. Come on. I, I, I hate Joe Biden. He is, he's acting to a degree. He's acting because uh, he's now being outed as the, the one of the main perpetrator minds behind the Russian collusion and the illegal spying from Trump, who, who uh, tweeted about it. He said Biden and Obama uh, were doing the, the illegal spying. So Obamagate is back in the headlines, folks, which means uh, some, some things are about to hit the fan again for us, because every time Obamagate starts floating around, you know, it, it, people, it's just, people go crazy. It's kind of like that, that uh, in, uh, what was that movie, uh, Caddyshack or whatever that was. Anytime there's like a, a Milky Way bar in the pool, people go crazy and they flee. And that's exactly what's happening right now, that Obamagate is that Milky Way bar in the pool. <laughs> Mike, your thoughts? Again, Jim, this is another symptom of dementia. This, this uh, lashing out and anger at people is a, sim a symbol of dementia. It's a, a symptom of it because what happens is, is that as they start to lose their mind and they can't access information, they get more and more frustrated and they start striking back at people who are kind of forcing them to face the reality that their mind is going. You know, I, I feel like when I watch Joe Biden, you know what it feels like to me? It feels like the end of 2001 where uh, where Bowman is disconnecting HAL 9000 and HAL 9000 keeps saying, uh, my mind is going, my mind is going, I can feel it. That's Joe Biden, that's what I'm watching. Wanted to flip back also to the Zogby poll. Zogby is not a very reliable pollster, but he leans very far left. And if he's showing Trump crushing Biden in some of these swing states, that means Donald Trump is way ahead, way ahead. Very nice point, Mike. Dean, I think you meant not Milky Way, but maybe Baby Ruth. Meanwhile, a judge unsure if the virus requires changes to the Wisconsin election. This is how far they're going. A federal judge Wednesday questioned whether it would be right to order an easing of Wisconsin's absentee voting regulations ahead of the November. The Democrats, listen to this, want him to relax absentee voting and voter registration requirements to simplify voting by mail. Uh, uh, they want to extend the deadline for requesting and filing absentee ballots, allow voters to opt out of finding a witness to sign their ballots, but federal appellate court struck down the witness opt-out and conservatives on the Supreme Court struck down the deadline extension. They want a, the judge to lift by mail and electronic voter registration deadlines, and they want him to force state election officials to send absentee ballots to everyone registered to vote and to allow voters to download absentee ballots via email or fax. This is a recipe for stealing an election. Meanwhile, as Trump observes, we have already had this congressional race in New York and now it's, it allowed mail-in votes and now it's six weeks later, we still do not know who is happening, what happened there. Here's a real plan. Ignore the countless goofy threads for one now, next one hour. If there's any delay in determining a presidential winner, 
Congress could select an interim president, which actually is the point of mail-in voting, because it is impossible to tabulate it accurately and uh, to delay a fraud prevention. Absent a clear winner, by January 20, the Speaker of the House would become acting president. This is the actual point of the COVID-19. Biden isn't trying to win. He isn't playing to win. The point of mail votes is, isn't primarily focused on counting the fraudulent votes. It's virtually impossible, let alone landing so many people in jail. The point is to jam up the election so badly, it creates a constitutional crisis, the likes of which the U.S. has never experienced before of this magnitude. The coup is still on. It's simply shifted in higher gear. She has already telegraphed the plan if Trump wins on that night. Trump has already used their plan against them by getting them and news outlets on the record to chastise the idea of potential delayed votes, basically reverse psychology. Meanwhile, I want to add a point from my report about hydroxychloroquine from Paul Craig Roberts yesterday, which is this, the italicized paragraph. What you need to understand is that cabinet-level departments and federal agencies of the U.S. government, which represent big pharma at the expense of your health and life, are murdering Americans in order to protect obscene profits from big pharma. How it is possible that Americans can get so upset over a felon drug addict, George Floyd, killing himself with an overdose of fentanyl, but quietly accept the intentional murder of Americans by the federal government, public health agency, governors, and Democrats for the sake of big profit, big pharma profit and Democrat electoral victory. There's now a huge inventory of hard evidence backed by thousands of doctors that HCQ is by far the best answer that currently exists to the coronavirus pandemic. HCQ is effective both as a preventative and as a cure. Yet greed and politics have blocked its use. Here's a perfect example. Florida man found dead in mansion, along with 29 other corpses, two tons of cocaine, full auto AR-15, authorities determined death caused by COVID-19. Dean, your thoughts? <laughs> well, as you saw, Jim, I mean, it's affecting everybody uh, all over the place. That, that gentleman, too, he suffered uh, great. And this is a story that is just across the nation right now. We literally have a woman who reached out to me. Her name is Ash Liberty, who went in for shoulder pain, went in for shoulder pain to the ER or whatever. They forced her to take a COVID-19 test 10 swabs in each nostril and then she got deathly sick jim i told you this story off air and she was going to die she was going to die she was they read her her last rites by her priest or whatever she was going to die her doctor refused to give her hydroxychloroquine the hospital refused to give her hydroxychloroquine they said no it doesn't work blah 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 and then her doctor drops her as a patient because she's ruining his cred in the 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 uh, um, doctor business in the field so she had to get hydroxychloroquine through the black market saved her life that's the second story i know on a personal level of somebody whose life was saved so Hell with these people, and I feel sorry for that guy in uh, uh, Florida where that happened to. That's just really unfortunate. That COVID is really deadly. Mike, your thoughts? 
Yeah, yeah, poor poor Mr. Montana. He um he died from COVID-19 back in 1982. Also, that's the shocking part of it. And Jim, you got to send me that meme. I got to get that one. That is hilarious, but it is unfortunately illustrative of the truth and Dean's story is disgusting. It's 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 awful and that doctor needs to be tracked down. We need to get his name. He needs to be tracked down. He needs to be stripped of his license and he needs to go to jail on top of it for 20 years because that he his patient would have died if he had had control over her treatment. It, it, this is just amazing. It is the medical fascism that is coming and they're very soon they're going to restrict you in commerce. They're not going to allow you to have a bank account. There's all kinds of things like this they're going to do to try to attack all of us and force us into this false narrative, this false COVID-19 narrative. It is really, truly, truly nauseating beyond words and we really, really, really need to push back on it now rather than later. You got it exactly right, Mike. Meanwhile, if you want another reason why the Democrats are panic-stricken, here's a massive update about Pentagate 2020. Uh, check this out from the Millennium Report. Very excellent publication. Notice the robes on this priest. Those are symbols for pedophilia, in case anyone may not notice. The images are shocking and disturbing. The net networks need to shut down forever. Perps are being rounded up and executed. It's going on under our feet. Some millions of kids, according to this report, are being uh, rescued from underground uh, under the cover of Operation COVID-19. According to this report, that's really what's going on with the lockdowns. This would be consistent with a lot of what we have reported in the past. Here you see orders from the President of the United States blocking the property of persons involved in serious human rights abuse or corruption taking action to end human trafficking, proclamation on national sexual assault awareness, executive order on combating human trafficking and online child exploitation. Here's just an example. Amazon won't allow books like Nobody Died at Sandy Hook or Nobody Died at Boston either or, you know, a false flag in Charlottesville, political theater in Charlottesville or the Parkland puzzle, how the pieces fit together, but the loud child sex dolls to be published. Meanwhile, we have the promising development that a federal judge ordered the release of the secret just lane Maxwell documents, which has them petrified. Meanwhile, Bill Gates refuses to reveal why he flew on the Lolita Express with Jeffrey Eckstein four years after his release from prison. And, and here's another report. Forced by Trump to wear those nipple piercing, which Cuomo used to wear during child sacrificial events. He proudly wears it during those bloody nights. So why not wear it in the light of day? That's the New York governor is now panic stricken by the consequences. They are worried. Dean, your thoughts? I want that gorilla Cuomo. I want him on a tree and then I'm going to beat him like a, a pinata. Except he's not full of candy, Jim. He's full of nipple rings when you in the streets. And then I want to be the first guy to get the first hit on them with the bat. And I want to be first in line. I'm, I'm now calling that position right now. Because when that happens, I want to be there to beat and then get their families and force them to That's just a little fantasy of mine. But more importantly, and I, I do apologize for these tendencies I have, is uh, I, 
hashtag save the children, hashtag child lives matter, a, a wonderful rally that we, we sponsored right here at therealdealmedia.com. These are being censored across the board right now on Facebook. They're scared because we're waking up. We are leading the charge for these people because of my last statement, because they're in big trouble. If Cuomo thinks he's going to survive this and be, uh, you know, have his little cush uh, position with him and his steroid uh, stricken uh, Adderall brother there, Chris, he's highly mistaken. So he's going to be in a cell with Podesta, and they're going to be beaten like pinatas in, in federal prison or Guantanamo Bay, and I'll be there dressed like the Grim Reaper to make sure it happens. Mike, your thoughts? Uh, well, my first thought is, Blake, you better get the little editing tool out there because this video is going to get banned if we don't do that. Um, again, Governor Nipple clamps to hell with him. He is a evil person. He's proven that by the fact that he sent uh, he sent infected people deliberately to nursing homes to kill them. You know, I, I keep getting into these debates with people like Piers Morgan and stuff. Well, actually, it's not a debate because Piers doesn't really want to respond to the truth. But everybody talks about, oh, the U.S. death rate is high. And we look at all these deaths in the U.S. compared to other countries. Well, if you take out the blue states, New, New York, California, New Jersey, and Michigan, where the blue Democrat governors sent infected people to nursing homes. If you take those deaths out of the equation, the U.S. has a far lower death rate, far lower infection rate, far lower, um, uh, you know, a number of deaths, period, overall, than most other countries in the world. And given the fact that we don't widespread, you have widespread use of hydroxychloroquine, that is literally a miracle. So, the fact is, is that these people are completely evil. Now, the Bill Gates thing, yeah, we knew that. We knew that Bill Gates hung around with Jeffrey Epstein. I think what's interesting, Jim, is what I suspect the next thing is going to be that's really going to come out is people are always trying to do some moral equivalence with Trump because Trump went to a couple parties that Epstein was at back when he was single. Here's the thing. I, I also happen to know that the reason Jeffrey Epstein got arrested in the first place in 2007 was because of an affidavit that Donald Trump swore out against him and took to the police and initiated the initial investigation of him. I suspect that that document is going to be released sometime in the next two weeks, and we're going to find out exactly what Donald Trump really thinks of Jeffrey Epstein and really who Epstein is involved with. And my impression, Mike, is that Epstein showed up at parties that Trump had to get those photographs, not that Trump had gone to Epstein's. Meanwhile, right. Dean, why don't you tell us what you really think? Meanwhile, the Trump administration's probe of the Russia investigation may be nearing its conclusion. The investigation ordered into how the CIA uh, uh, and FBI looked into the Trump campaign's connections to Russia's election interference in 2016 may be nearing a conclusion. And of course, it showed that it was the FBI and the CIA that were manufacturing the claim that Russia had intervened. Meanwhile, Trump craps open Obamagate, admits he's seen Durham's breathtaking investigative findings. It's been radio science for a long time, but it looks like the wait may be over. President Trump discussed what he's learned in an interview with Lou Dobbs. He admits something big. Looks like Durham is done. Trump has seen the goods. Breathtaking. It's critical that what Durham and the DOG do is all above board. If it looks like Trump is too involved, Democrats trying to protect Obama will cry foul. The president is saying he's going to let the DOJ do what it has to do, but it appears he can't help but provide a teaser of the magnitude of what they found. 
it is stunning. The takeaways, Trump announced that Durham's probe might be revealed soon. He said what the DOJ discovered about Obamagate was breathtaking. The president promised he will let the DOJ do its job. Meanwhile, I happen to have a book about it, and all this that's coming out now is utterly consistent with what I reported in exposing the Russia hoax. Dean, your thoughts? Let me just read a tweet from Trump. Uh, quote, big news, the political crime of the century is unfolding. Obama-Biden illegally spied on the Trump, uh, Trump campaign both before and after the election. Treason. And if you listen closely, Jim, you can hear Biden's dementia just get a little worse and worse and, and, and bigger and thicker every, every, every second I've read that. And continuing, quote, there's tremendous lawlessness in American liberal cities uh, would be so easy to stop, but they have clouded vision of what should be done. They're, in, they're indoctrinated with a philosophy which will never work, a philosophy which will never, which would destroy America. Portland would be the norm. Now, Jim, this is exactly what I, they're getting ready for the clampdown. And I think what Beirut was too, on a esoteric level, was to uh, remind Trump of you come into this city like New York, well, guess what? We have a mushroom cloud waiting for you. So there's so many hidden messages and things going on, just like Mike said yesterday, and I didn't even think about it when uh, Trump did the fast food summit at the White House, how that was really a flaunting of Pizzagate in their face. So maybe they're flaunting back with the Beirut situation, but uh, just reading those alone, we are getting ready for some major fireworks down the pipeline. Great point. Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, and if you want to, if you viewers want to check out what Dean's talking about, go to his, uh, go to uh, Dean Ryan TV on YouTube and, and watch the Real Deal After Party from last night, where I wore the same shirt, as a matter of fact. And I have taken a shower in between, though. And, um, and, and we talked about, you know, what the real reasons why were about, you know, the Obamagate thing and Pizzagate, where Barack Obama spent $65,000 on pizza and hot dogs, which is boys and girls for a rape party at the White House. Um, we discussed that very extensively. So again, um, it's great that this uh, investigation is wrapping up. It will need to be put out right away. It should have been put out last year, actually, because they probably knew everything last year that they know now. Um, and again, what it unfortunately comes down to is whether you trust William Barr and John Durham. And the fact is, I don't. Um, and I'm not going to until I see what they do. We know these people are guilty. We, we all know that they're guilty. The question is, what are you going to do about it? And I continue to hear this crap about how, oh, well, you can't indict a former president. You know, you can't go there. They, there's an unwritten rule that former presidents are protected. Well, no, there, there shouldn't be. And again, this is from this mentality that thinks that when all this stuff is over, this storm is over, we're just going to go back to, to the matrix and to politics as usual. And that's not going to happen. The people are not going to let that happen. So the sooner you simply adapt to the fact that the old ways are gone and we need new sets of rules, like when people break the law and commit treason and sedition, like Barack Obama and all the capo regimes below him, that they committed these crimes, they need to be held accountable for them, and so does he, and that is the only way forward. If you don't do that, Mr. Q and Mr. Trump administration, guess what? You're gonna be the next guys up against the wall when the, it really hits the fan, and by that I mean the global sovereignty movement is in effect, 
It is coming and it is not gonna stop and you are not gonna convince us to go back to our hovels and give away our guns and let you dictate to us what's gonna happen to these people that have committed these crimes. We didn't elect you to do nothing. We elected you to drain the swamp and we mean that in a very, very real sense. Uh, just for the record, I'm a bit more uh, positively inclined toward Barr and Durham than are you. I do believe we're gonna see real results. Meanwhile, fan mail, bogus hype. If Israel has nuclear weapons and there should not be any foreign aid going to them because of the Symington Amendment, 100% correct bogus hype. Nothing bogus about your point. You don't know me, mom. If Biden wins, there will be a civil war. I would not be surprised. Tara Levitt, hey guys, I was so excited to watch your live feed and it was censored so bad on me that I barely got to see anything. At one point I saw 400 viewers and it would shut me off. I'd go back and would say 50 viewers. This was happening repeatedly every five seconds. Total bullshit. Thanks for the observation, Tara. Washburn, Billy, Mike, Jim and Dean, thanks guys, you are appreciated. Manson Chambers, sweet how we will finally know who is doing a little too much nose candy and weed in the NFL. With new mask rules, they will drop like flies. Meanwhile, Michelle Cannon ain't never going to do it without the Fetzer. Oh, no. Wonderful. A live stream last night, Free the Fets, raised 12, actually $1,300, for which I'm most appreciative. Dean, your thoughts? Well, first of all, I, I want to apologize to um, people that use pinatas for uh, their birthdays and family celebrations. I, I did not mean to uh, trivialize the importance of a pinata by using, uh, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo's head as a front of his family. I do want to apologize for that. I also want to apologize to people with nipple rings. I do understand the importance of nipple rings and how they accentuate the artistic side of people in their body as a canvas for art. I do want to apologize to people who do pierce their nipples, and I understand, you know, people do other things like Prince Alberts, etc. So I want to apologize to that community, but I also want to say, you know what, uh, the censorship was real last night, Jim. We were on fire. You are popular. You are the new Jerry Garcia of a, of a generation. You are the Ron Paul of the independent media. You are on fire, uh, and, and it's just good to know you because, uh, you know, I, your name might be able to get me through doors and clubs in the new world that we're entering. And uh, also, uh, <laughs> and thank you for everyone for donating. And, hey, you know what, Jim, uh, speaking of the NFL, and maybe uh, Mike might know more about this, hey, the Lions are forcing their, their, their team their players to wear bracelets now that track them wherever they are when I guess they're in the facility of the Detroit Lions uh, stadium and I guess it's going to make sure they're not COVID-19 positive and uh, you know there's just more reason for me to hate the Lions so there you have it that's the news to me. Great stuff Dean. Mike your thoughts? Well it's hard to hate the Lions because they suck so bad every year anyway and they're never going to win anything and, and by the way let's be specific here Technically, they weren't nipple rings. Typically, they typically they um, they weren't nipple clamps. Like I said, technically they were they were bars. They were like nipple bars that go through the the nipple. There. That's what that's what Governor nipple clamps actually wears. But nipple clamps just sounds better than nipple bars. So that's what I I, I went with. And uh, again, you know, thanks for everybody coming in. Let's go back. Maybe watch the replay. 
of last night's um, last night's uh, after party, real deal after party. Hopefully, it will not have the interference. I know a lot of people were experiencing problems. I could see it in the chat as we were doing it yesterday. And you know, do again come on and contribute to to Jim Fetzer's legal defense fund because just like Rick Astley, Jim Fetzer is never going to give you up. Wonderful. Thank you, Mike. That's a hundred percent correct. For my final thoughts. Those who want to pursue the legal issues in the background to see the points I was making confirmed by the brilliant appeal sub submitted by my new appellate attorney who, alas, I was unable to represent me prior. No one would because it was such a political hot case until the judge had already issued a summary judgment against me. But since I have gained his, his representation, we have been faring better. I expect the the case will be overturned, but check it out by going to my blog, jamesfetzer.org, look for appeal brief in the Dane County, Wisconsin, Sandy Hook defamation lawsuit, Posner versus Fetzer. It's on the second page if you go to the home page. Meanwhile, the Fetz presents tonight, Art Olivier, 9-11 and the pandemic, 21st century's biggest ritual. That's at Jim the Conspiracy Guy from 8 to 10 p.m. Central. And if you wanna know more, about Pizzagate. Notice the last show I'm showing here, a partial list, Pizzagate, Real or Fiction, the American franchise of Pedogate. If you want to understand how these things fit together, there's a global overview, but brace yourself. You're going to need a strong stomach to make your way through it. Children, not recommended. I also highlight, you can go to mixandstream.com, regarding the Question Everything Conference 2020, Saturday and Sunday, November 7th and 8th, some spectacular speakers about the issues you care most, false flags and conspiracy. I have them there, the best people in the world. Meanwhile, you can check out my blog at jamesfetzer.org, on Twitter at Jim Fetzer, Mike Bear Official, and for the afternight party last night, Dean Ryan TV, uh, sensational stuff. Real deal media up and about. Thanks to Blake Wally doing a great job there. Final thoughts, Dean, yours. Well, yes, we, we had a great time last night and I thank you guys for coming on. That was a, a truly a, just amazing one-off kind of a, a night of all of us together to talk to this, uh, the greatest audience ever assembled by man, which is the real deal audience. So I wanna thank everyone for donating to a great cause. And I wish there was something like we can have this campaign on some website, but it will get shut down. So I'm just doing the best I can for what we have. Uh, and then closing, um, some uh, interesting programming news, which I hate that word programming, but I'll use it for TV sakes, is this weekend, uh, Mike Barron and myself will be doing a special, you'll, you'll probably catch it Saturday or Sunday on the, uh, the entire space program and, 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 and well, in instance of like uh, Planet X, the asteroids, the pole shift that may or may not be coming, what's happening to Space Force, what are they doing? So we're gonna cover some of those issues that people uh, email me about all the time. So yeah, there's gonna be a lot of great uh, specials this weekend on the Real Deal World Media Tour, everything going on in our world. Mike, your thoughts? Well, uh, again, guys, it's a pleasure to work with you. I'm, I'm glad we were able to do the fundraiser for Jim and get him a little money for his, uh, his legal defense. Uh, it's an honor to be here. I can't wait for the show this weekend with Dean. And everybody hang in there, stay tough, and keep putting the pressure 
on the president, the Department of Justice, and an Attorney General Barr. There is a Department of Justice Twitter feed. There is a Department of Justice social media out there. Go in there, press them, insist, demand that they prosecute these criminals that have engaged in treason and sedition, and in some cases, even worse than that. Put them, put them under the gun. I can't begin to say how appreciative I am of Dean Ryan, Mike Mara, Blake Wally, uh, uh, the Real Deal reports. This is a fabulous venture for me. Those who might prefer to send checks or money orders rather than electronic donations, you find that blog at jamesfetzer.org about the appeal, and you'll find an address you can use. Otherwise, of course, go to Dean Ryan TV, check out the after party last night. I'm so appreciative and thankful to all of you who are contributing. This was a classic effort to suppress freedom of speech and freedom of the press. It's a very important case, not just because it involves me, rather because it involves principles that if they are sacrificed in this case, will have consequences for the future of the nation. Jim Fetzer and Madison, thanking Dean Ryan in Austin and Mike Bear in Seattle for the excellence of the reporting, which continues to blow me away day after day. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest on Fauci Friday. You don't want to miss it. Thanks for being here. See you then. You've been listening to The Real Deal Report. Come see more at our website, realdealmedia.com. 